My name is Lewis Wedlock and I am the host of the Windsider podcast. I am a lecturer, mental health professional and committed change maker and my goal for this podcast is simple, to provide you with lessons myself and others have learned over the course of their careers to help you channel and express your magnificence to the world. Now, I am one of the youngest lecturers in the UK at the moment at 24. I have co-designed and delivered multiple modules on personal development, success and fulfillment. I run multiple projects. I wear multiple hats and work closely with several young people in my community as a mental health professional. I am very fortunate to get to live a life that I have designed and love. And I would really, really love to help you do the same. So this is how this podcast series is going to work. You're going to have episodes like this one today that is just me talking to you and you're also going to have episodes with me sitting down with what I call high performers that excel in their fields that have a lot to say and share with you. Now I don't want to make this a wanky personal development space right I'm coming to you on a level speaking to you how I would speak to my nearest and dearest because ultimately this success and fulfillment game is for everyone. It's not for an elite few. It's not for the outliers. It's for everyone. Okay. So with that being said, we're about to jump to this episode. So sit back, grab a notepad if that's your thing, brew a tea, a coffee, and let's begin. So, goals. Now, I'm doing this now because at the time of recording, it's January and everyone's trying to become like Dwayne Johnson, yeah? Bear success, happiness and fulfillment. I hear it, okay? It's important. But the reality is, and listen, I'm not trying to be a prick with this at all. Um, It's an observation that I see over and over and over again. Um, And it's this idea that if you're starting goals for the year, you've got New Year's resolutions, you're probably going to fall off with those New Year's resolutions at some point, right? You're probably going to start really energetically with a lot of passion and dedication to getting those you know, goals complete. But then at some point, you just kind of fall off, right? And there is a reason for this. You know, I've worked in this space, been fortunate enough to work in this space for many, many years at this point. And I've seen the same cycle come and go again and again. You start and you drop off. You start and you drop off. But why though? For me, it's often because a strong, simple foundation has not been established where a person's goals are concerned. What I'm going to try and do today, if I do my job correctly, is share with you five ways that you can make your goals work for you in 2022. Starting with number one, which is actually defining success for yourself. What does success look and feel like to you? If this year was to be quote unquote successful, what things must be done or achieved or accumulated? Take a moment to think about this or write some of these thoughts down. For me personally, I like to visualize my ideas of success. I like to create a thought space, an environment that I can dip in and out of when things challenge me, when I'm having a pretty shitty day or when I just need that that motivational boost, right? And 
I started this when I was at university. When I was in uni, my idea of success was graduating with a first class degree, right? And I used to visualize my graduation ceremony. I used to visualize the hall that I was graduating in, the outfit that I was wearing, the feelings and emotions flowing through my body. And ultimately, I used to drop in pretty much every day towards the end of my degree because if you've done anything at higher education level you know that last year absolute mad thing yeah everything gets drained out of you you need that you need everything that you can to keep you on track and, and that was one way that i found really really worked for me i used to visualize my my ideas of success right and i still do this to this day I visualize my goals, my, you know, ideas of success and create that environment that I can dip into when I feel like things are starting to challenge me, when I need that motivational boost. But I suppose the main thing with this point is the emotional attachment to your ideas of success and tapping into that emotional attachment. That is what's going to keep you on job, on course, on point for the course of this year. That's why it's the foundational piece of advice for this episode. Define your version of success. Live that version of success in your head, on paper, wherever it is that's most comfortable to you. And then once you have that, everything else can be worked and developed around this 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 vision. This leads me on to my second piece of advice, which is scale back. Okay, so you've probably, at this point, you know, may have anywhere between, I don't know, five to ten things that you want to focus on or commit to for this year, right? You may want to lose weight. You may want to take your education more seriously. Meet someone new romantically. Start a side hustle. Start a second side hustle. The idea of this new year floods us with one of a new start, a new opportunity, a new chance to, you know, become great and become the best versions of ourselves. It's that reset point, right? It's invigorating at first, motivational. It really kind of allows us to to get in that headspace. But correct me if I'm wrong, yeah? I know this from lived experience too. But there's a point in everyone's year when you realise that you may have been sold a dream with this whole new year, new me, malarkey, yeah? You find that cycle and rhythm of life that you're used to. And when that cycle and rhythm of life hits you, all these goals and aspirations that you've intended to hit in the year suddenly become overwhelming. They become demotivating, right? Psychologically, when we set our New Year's resolutions, we are in a, generally speaking, a restful state. We may have had a couple weeks off of work. We may have had some time to ourselves over the festive period where we have that opportunity to kind of simmer down and, and recalibrate. With this recalibration comes new energy. With this new energy comes often an over uh, estimation of our capabilities and what it is that we can do. Now, let me just clarify at this point. I am not saying that you know you can achieve five to ten goals, right? I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is, if you've got five to ten things that you're wanting to commit to, and you have a busy life, and you have things that you are working alongside the goals that you set, at some point. If each individual goal requires a lot of energy from you to make it happen, you're going to burn yourself out and you're going to become demotivated, right? So when I talk about scaling back for the year and when I talk about really making your, your, your I suppose, aspirations scaled back, what I'm saying is focus on less but with more intensity, if that makes sense, right? Focus on one to three things as opposed to five to eight that you 
really, really want to achieve, that really, really means something to you, that you can throw a lot of your energy into, as opposed to kind of dividing your attention equally amongst five to eight things. The most important thing when it comes to scaling back is protecting your ability to execute, to execute on the goals that you've set for yourself, to execute on the things that are really going to provide a higher quality of living or perceived you know quality of living for you and those around you so don't be afraid to scale back when it comes to the goals that you've set for yourself because ultimately what you're doing is providing more energy across less goals which in terms of like i don't know mastermind is not a mathematician but i can I can state with a relative degree of confidence the more energy that you put into less things the more chance you've got of making things happen positively with those goals that you commit to if that makes sense this kind of leads me on to the third point which is around accountability networks now for me nobody completes a goal by themselves i really believe that if someone thinks that they have done everything like where their goal is concerned by themselves they are the sole person that's made it happen on some level there's probably an element of narcissism there just an observation, just an interpretation, but that is what I think, uh, you know, when it, when I speak to people and I say, I did this all myself, bro, self-made, bro, that's me, bro, relied on myself, bro, did everything, bro. No, I don't think that's the case. Accountability networks are what allows goals, in my experience, to be achieved and, and to really kind of allow you to stay consistent with the goals that you set. Accountability networks can be mentors, close friends, family partners romantic partners anyone you know that really wants to see you genuinely achieve the goals that you set now telling others makes our goals realer right <clears throat> it makes the goals like outside of our head inside of our mind out into the real world right it keeps a certain level of social pressure on us to ensure that we at least give our all to the goals that we are intending to achieve and if you are serious about making your goals a reality which i am sure you are it shouldn't be a hindrance to let people you know and trust and care about what you're really looking to do this year. Ultimately, other people want to see you succeed, to experience happiness and fulfillment, so let them in and help keep you accountable. Identify people in your circles, your professional, your, your personal, your family networks that you want to know what it is that you're trying to do and let them keep you accountable, let them keep asking you questions throughout the year, making sure that you're on track. You won't regret the decision to bring other people in. This kind of leads on to the fourth point, which is about scheduling scheduling in check-in times. Now, the biggest mistake I see when coaching people is that when they usually set goals, they usually check in with their goal towards the end of their allocated time period, right? So let's say by the end of the year, they want to lose, I don't know, I don't, 10 pounds. They may check in with that goal in like October, November, right? Or something like that to give you a really, really trivial example. The problem is when you check and compare yourself towards the end of a goal, and that's the first check-in that you have, you have a significantly shorter window to apply any improvements or reflections that you gain from actually engaging in that sort of check-in um, uh, process. So what I like to do and what I suggest people do is they check in with their goals regularly when it comes to the goals and ideas that you want to achieve and want to live out personally what i like to do is i like to check in on the last saturday of every month i like to see and measure my progress against the goals that you know i have set for myself for the year it's an underrated tool but it is incredibly 
like you know uh, uh, i suppose invaluable to your success <clears throat> when it comes to success and fulfillment and achieving goals the more time that you put into actually seeing where you are and what you have to do to get where you want to be the more chance you have of actually making those goals a reality you're constantly asking the question what's going well and what's going not so well how can i improve this on a consistent basis scheduling regular check-ins when it comes to your goals for this year and you will find that if you are lagging behind for whatever reason that check-in puts a firecracker in your ass and <laughs> you're having to start really picking up the pace do you know what i mean don't be afraid to schedule in your check-ins and don't be afraid to if you want to combine points three and four schedule in your check-ins with your accountability networks too and kill two birds with one stone so to speak make sure you schedule in your check-ins this is my final tip i suppose or suggestion for your goal setting for 2022 and that is developing a consistent personal development routine success at any level requires consistent work on you alongside your journey towards your goal okay consistency is a skill it's like learning how to cook or lift weights correctly okay it can be trained it can be strengthened and one way to do this is to develop a personal development routine working on you consistently working on things that you want to improve exploring you your ideas your mindset your conceptualization of life right and i'm going to ask you a question at this point when it comes to this idea of personal development and, and doing things to improve yourself think about your day right now what things are you doing consistently in your day-to-day -day activities and of all of these things that you can think of which ones are serving your long-term goals and objectives it's a deeper question it may hit a nerve a little bit but it is a necessary reframe okay because by challenging your ideas of normal your ideas of you know this is what i do consistently by challenging this idea of consistency you are creating and or working towards creating an environment a routine and a thought process that serves your goals not just serving your day-to-day -day existence there is a difference there okay so one thing i'd like you to potentially start doing if you want to is start off by committing to one to three things a day that will actively help you improve yourself whether that's reading whether that's working out whether that is you know spending more time in a sort of spiritual realm something that you can do to develop yourself alongside the goals that you're setting because in order to achieve the goals that we want to you know gain access to to become the person that we want to eventually be there has to be some growth there has to be some leveling up therefore personal development is absolutely essential so that is a wrap on this particular episode i hope you found that useful i hope it wasn't too painful those are five tips that I really wanted to share with you to help you start off your year in the best possible way. If you want to find out more about my work, please feel free to check out my site, check out my social media. It's all Lewis Wedlock. And with that being said, that's it for this week. I will see you next time for more chats, good vibes and personal development and fulfillment talk. Love and light. Speak soon. And thank you for spending some time with me.